Good morning, good morning, rise and shine. And welcome to Key Moments. I'm Dr. K. These are key moments to empower your life with Christ. Uh, let's just, just see those keys in those hearts, those keys in those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. Those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you're listening for the first time, you hear me rattling around. Those are my notes and my Bible um, that I'm getting together. Um, I absolutely love the word of God. I, you know, I have like three versions of the Bible like in front of me while I'm teaching. So you'll hear like the word of God flipping through the page, you me flipping through the pages and so forth. So that's what you hear. If you're saying, what's she doing? Why's she doing? What's all that noise in the background? That's me getting the word together. <laughs> Good morning to my husband. I know that he is listening from wherever he is. Good morning to you, honey. I absolutely love you. And I thank God for your life. Good morning to my key team. Good morning to you and everyone that is listening from wherever you are listening in from. Uh, we're releasing those keys in those hearts. You're letting me know when you're listening in from. So if I just so happen to look down like Tarika from uh, Tallahassee, Florida, I'll go ahead and give your city and state a shout out along with your name. Uh, we are saying the name Jesus all up and down the timeline. Good morning to you, Tina Wells-Brown. Good morning to you, Tiffany Janera. Good morning to you. And there's our freckle Face princess coming in, Marcelina J. Leathers. Good morning from uh, Bakersfield, California. She is from. Good morning to you, Beatrice Gilchrist. Good morning from Augustus, Georgia. Good morning to you, Georgia. <laughs> I said Georgia's like gorgeous. <laughs> Renata, good morning to you. And thanks for joining us this morning. There's my husband popping on. Hi, honey. How are you? Miosha, good morning to you. And Nicole Chavez, good morning to you, my dear. And thank you all for joining us from wherever you are joining us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you. We glorify you and we say we bless your holy name. There is no God like you. There could never be another God like you. We say we honor you, Lord, and we reverence you for you are holy God. Oh, we exalt your holy name, Lord Jesus. We thank you for these key listeners on this morning, God. We thank you for them stepping into the realm of key empowerment, for the edification of their spirit, for growth. We glorify you. We thank you for what you are doing. We bind our diabolical forces that try to stop the move and the flow of the Holy Spirit of God. Lord God, allow the ear gates to be open to hear what you have to say. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. I want to talk to you this morning, if I could, if the Holy Spirit of God will grace me the ability to do so. I don't know if he's going to have me preach. I don't know if he's going to have me teach. Y'all know how it goes, right? If he has me preaching, then we're going to preach. If he has me teach, then we're going to teach. I absolutely love teaching. Um, I, I need you to do me a favor. First, there are two things that I need for you to do. Good morning, um, Elder Candice. Uh, first thing I need you to do is I need you to type down... Um, God is prophetic. Type down God is prophetic. Go ahead. Type down God is prophetic. And then when you type down God is prophetic, then I need you to say, they just didn't know. <laughs> they just, they just didn't know. They, they just, they just didn't know. They just did. They didn't know. God is prophetic and they just did not know. There are two um, portions of scripture I'm going to be reading from. Um, so if you would be patient with me, I want you to go with me to Genesis, the 50th chapter. 
and the 20th verse. Genesis, the 50th chapter and the 20th verse. I'm going to read from one part there, and then I'm going to move over to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. So that's Genesis, the 50th chapter, and um, let's read 19 and 20. Let's read 19 and 20. Okay, so it's going to be Genesis, the 50th chapter, verses 19 and 20. And then we're going to shoot on over to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Um, just pin it there. And then you can, those who are working the key team, um, just, just pin 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. We're going to slide on, walk on over there in just a minute. Right now, we're going to walk to um, Genesis, the 50th chapter, verses 19 and 20. It says, And Joseph said unto them, Fear not for am i in the place of god but as for you you ye thought evil against me but god meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive and as we're swinging over to first corinthians the second chapter I'm going to start at the 6th verse. And I'm going to read down to the ninth verse. While you guys are getting that, I want you to type down, but God, but God. Okay. It says here, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. It says, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, mature, as translated from the Greek into English, perfect, mature. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. Let me read it again. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. I love this. I want to read verse 10 just because I just I just want to read verse 10 because I wanna I wanna I wanna the Holy Spirit of God illuminated something to me regarding verse 10. And a verse 10 is in context with the rest of the scripture going down to verse 16. But I just want to read this for just a minute because I want to, I want to, I, as the spirit of the Lord God illuminated something to me, I want to bring it to your attention here. It says, but God hath revealed unto them us by his spirit, these things that we have not seen, heard, neither have entered into the hearts of men, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
I want to talk to you this morning because as I was getting myself together, the Holy Spirit of God began to release something in my spirit. And it, and it, and it, made, me, it made me jump, sprint out of bed. And he says, Kenya, and he says, there is, there is favor that's being released in the land. So I was like, uh-oh, you know, because when the Holy Spirit of God begins to speak to me, I, I immediately stand at attention because I want to hear what he has to say. And he began to say, there is favor being released through the land. And I said, okay, God, he said, there's immeasurable favor. And I was like, oh, wow, what you talking about, God? And he says, Kenya, I need you to understand something. He said, a lot of people, they've done things to other people. He said, but they don't know that I, I'm using that bad that they have meant for other people to release favor in another per person's life. The person that they thought they were harming is actually being set up for favor. I was like, what you say, God? And the Lord began to speak to me. He said, Kenya, he says, I want you to go and I want you to look at Joseph and his brothers. And as I begin to allow the Holy Spirit of God to take me down through a historical timeline in my memory, I, 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 I saw where Joseph's brother began to put him in the cistern because they were jealous of who he was. They were jealous of Joseph because uh, Joseph had a gift. And, 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 you know, people are jealous of you because you are operating in something you didn't ask for. Joseph never asked to be gifted. He didn't ask to be one who was gifted to be able to dream and interpret. David, uh, Joseph did not ask to be born last. D David did not ask for, uh, Joseph did not ask for any of those things. Joseph did not ask for the favor that his father Jacob released on his life. Joseph did not ask for the mantle. Joseph did not ask for his mother to be Rachel. Joseph did not ask for any of those things. Joseph did not ask to be put in position in the palace. Joseph did not ask for these things. Yet people are envious of you because of what you have that you didn't ask for. They are jealous of you because now you're operating in something you didn't ask for. I'm excited this morning, Lord. Uh, slow me down, Holy Ghost. You have to understand who you are because when you don't understand who you are, you will look for people to like what they're supposed to dislike. And, and I need you to hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God because what has happened to this generation is we have allowed uh, popularity, likes and shares and, and all these things to validate if whether or not we are anointed. But I come today by the Holy Spirit of God to extract out of the scriptures one by the name of Joseph. And then we're going to hit on over to Jesus. But you have to understand who Joseph was. Joseph never asked for what he had. Joseph never asked for the favor that was on his life. Joseph never asked to be the favorite. Joseph never asked for any of those things. You must understand that if you are looking to be validated by people liking who you are, you may not perhaps be operating 
in the gift and the mantle that God has placed upon your life because the gift, it then begins to stir up enemies. The mantle begins to stir up enemies. When you operate in who you know God has called you to be, what happens is, is that it then begins to uh, stir up enemies in your atmosphere. You see, when you are liking or you are expecting everyone to like you, and maybe perhaps you don't like yourself. I'm just being honest this morning and I've got to go here because some of you are not operating in who God has called you to be because now you're looking for someone to like you. I don't care if you don't like me. You're not supposed to like what you don't understand. And you have to understand that the reason why Joseph's brothers disliked him is because there was an immeasurable favor and grace that was released upon Joseph that they didn't have. I'm just going to walk through here right quick. You have to understand that when God calls you and he chooses you for such a time as this, you are going to curate enemies in your life. They're going to just pop up out of nowhere. They're going to, you're going to get new enemies. And the reason why you got old enemies and then you got new enemies is because the old enemies are angry that you're operating in who you are and the new enemies can't understand who you are. And there's nobody uh, who who likes you who really truly understands you. And it's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. I know, I know, I know, I know you don't like to hear that, but you're going to be all right. So now you have, you have, you have, you have these old enemies and then you have these new enemies. They're coming together against you because now they trying to understand you and they can't. They're trying to understand what God is doing in your life. They're trying to understand why you're so isolated, separated. They're trying to understand why you think the way you think. They're trying to understand why you're moving the way you move. They're trying to understand why you talk the way you talk. They're trying to understand how you get what you got. They're trying to understand how you move from where you were to where you are. They're trying to understand how did you get blessed with that spouse when they're still waiting for theirs. They're trying to understand how did God move you from poverty to wealth. They're trying to understand how in the world are you prophesying and you were afraid to speak in 2023. They're trying to understand what God is doing in your life and they can't understand it and it vexes their spirit. This vexing their spirit, vexing their spirit because now they don't understand that you're operating under a supernatural hand of God. You're operating in the realm of supernatural and they're still trying to understand it with their natural. And the carnal mind cannot understand the things of God. They are enmity one to another. And you must understand that as Joseph brothers begin to fight against him concerning what he didn't ask for, they placed him in the cistern. You must understand that when the Ishmaelites came and lifted him out of that cistern and took him on over to Egypt, things begin to happen in his life. Things begin to look like they were falling apart, but they were actually falling into place. You must understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God that as Joseph began to go through the process of becoming who God had called him to be in places where he didn't ask to be in, so you must understand by God that Joseph did not put himself in the cistern. Other people put him in a situation that he could not get out of. 
yourself. There are certain situations which you were dragged into that you did not ask to be drugged into. And now that you're there, you can't get out. Joseph did not ask to be drugged and put in something he could not get out of. But he was drugged and put in something that he was waiting to get out of because he couldn't get out in his own strength. You must understand that God will allow someone. You're going to be all right in just a minute. He will allow life to drag you in a position that you can't get out of yourself that you didn't ask to be in for life to put into pieces his perfect plan. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. The Bible declares that as Joseph and read the historical timeline, go down the memory lane of the book of Genesis as God begins to open up spiritual revelation in your spirit. God began to allow Joseph to be in a position where he was unrecognizable to those who drug him where he couldn't come out of. You have to hear me because what God is doing in your life is he's causing those who drug you in what you couldn't get out of to come back in your face but they won't recognize you because of the grace. Hear me by the Holy Spirit of God. What God is doing is he's processing the old off of you and then releasing a new mantle upon your life. In two instances, Joseph's mantle was touched. The first mantle was the coat of many colors and that's a revelation within itself then. But then there was another mantle where Potiphar's wife or, uh, began to take Joseph uh, and she began to rip his mantle. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Some things you must understand that you have to get rid of and you have to learn how to release whatever mantle you're operating in this season for another season because you can't operate in the mantle from old in the mantle of in, into the realm of new. You can't do that. You can't take old wine or new wine and put it in old wine skin. It don't work like that. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. And so God had to strip the coat of many colors which represents a mantle off of Joseph to bring him to another realm of greatness. And then God had to allow Potiphar's wife to rip the mantle that he had to bring him into a place which looks like there was a de-escalation but really was an elevation for process to get in a place where Joseph couldn't get on his own. You must understand that God says, I have to mature you for every realm of elevation that you're going into, but you have to understand that in every realm there are going to be new enemies that you're going to face. Hear me by the Holy Spirit of God, because if you don't understand your assignment, then you'll complain in your assignment. If you don't understand what God is doing in your life, then you'll complain in what God is doing in your life, and you'll never walk into the realm that God desires for you to walk into with maturity. And what happens is, is we begin to look at the story of Joseph, and when God began to allow his brothers to be presented before him, a process him, not a familiar him, but a process him, you have to understand that when they stood before Joseph, they did not even recognize that it was Joseph. If your past still recognize you, you have not been processed. I'm going to say that one more time. If your past still recognizes you, then maybe perhaps you have not allowed the process of God to change the countenance of who you are. What are you talking about, Dr. K? What I'm talking about is if you are still talking the same, looking the same, acting the same, your character is still the same, your disposition is still the same, people are still able to find you in the realm of the spirit, they're still able to agitate you and vex you spirit. They still know your weak points. Maybe perhaps you have not allowed the hand of God to process you. 
hear me, by the Holy Spirit of God. Joseph's brother stood before him and could not even identify that it was Joseph. They didn't understand who they were looking at. But God then allowed them to be in the midst of the person they tried to destroy. And that person had their deliverance in his hands. Hear me by God. When people come to you that have tried to destroy you, don't try to destroy them, but know that God has sent them in your midst to prove to them who you are. God has sent them to you to prove to them that their plan did not work. God has sent them to prove to you and them that no weapon that is formed against you shall ever prosper. The Bible declares that in Genesis, the 50th chapter, the 20th verse, that Joseph began to say, whatever you meant for evil, God meant for good to bring his people into a place where they need to be. See, that persecution was predestined for your future. The persecution was predestined to get you to a place and thrust you into a place where God will use you to save and deliver many people who didn't believe in you. Hear me by the Lord. And then we go over to 1 Corinthians and we begin to read in 1 Corinthians the second chapter around the sixth verse where Jesus uh, and you have to understand who Paul is talking about. He's talking about Jesus. I need for someone to say the name Jesus. I love saying that name. You will read in 1 Corinthians the second chapter around the sixth verse where the wisdom of God is revealed by the spirit of God. See you must understand that in those days in Genesis the 50th chapter the 20th verse the spirit of God was not revealed or released to indwell into man at that time. Had Joseph's brothers knew who Joseph was they would not have thrown him into the cistern. Mm -hmm. They did not know that about you. They did not know that had they understood who Joseph was, they would not have thrown him into the cistern. In fact, had they known who Joseph was, they probably would have liked him. But the things that God had in store for Joseph was not revealed to his brothers. You must understand that as Paul began to pin here in the scripture in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, around the sixth verse, it is things that must be revealed by the Spirit of God. Why are you saying that and what does this have to do with Jesus? Because just like Joseph, if they would have known who Jesus was, they would not have persecuted him. Watch what the scripture says. If you begin to read and from, 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 from verse 6 and then down to verse 8, you will read where it says, had they known and understood, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. And you read in the NIV, it says, however, in other words, you had to do what you had to do. It was unavoidable. You could not help doing what you did to me because you didn't understand who I was, because you didn't have the Holy Spirit of God. It doesn't matter how much they call upon the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter how much they speak in tongues. If the Spirit of God does not reveal to them who you are, they're going to treat you like who they think you are. The things of the Spirit are spiritually discerned. Uh, the Bible begins to bring me back to the record of Peter and Jesus as Jesus began to look at his disciples and he said, who do you say that I am? Most of the 11, they begin to quote what other people were saying. They said, some say you are prophet Elias. Some say that you are this and some say that you are that. My question is, how 
are they repeating what others have said about you? Evidently their ear was privy to the gossip of you. Hear me by the Holy Spirit of God. There was one by the name of Peter. And Peter began to go against what others were saying about Jesus. And he became decreased enough in his flesh that the Spirit of God began to reveal to him. And he began to bellow out of his spirit. He said, for thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal that unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Don't be mad at people who speak in tongues, prophesy, go to church every single Sunday and Bible study, but yet they are not decreased in their flesh to get a revelation from the Spirit of God in them as to who you are. However, the Bible says, however, it is written in the NIV, what no eyes have seen, what no ears have heard, and what no human mind can and can conceive the things that God has prepared for those who love him, not for those who like him, not for those who want to interfere with him, not for those who use him, but for those who says that the Bible says, if I love God, I'll keep his commandments. Those who love God, not those who use him, not those who persecute him. Uh, for those who love God, clearly the Bible says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you knew who I was, you would not have done that to me. If you knew who Joseph was, you would not have done that to Joseph. If you knew who Jesus was, you would not have done that to Jesus. If you knew who Kenya was, you would not have done that to me. If you knew who Gail was, you would not have done that to Gail. If you knew who Don McFarlane was, you wouldn't have put your mouth on Don McFarlane. If you knew who Tariqa was, you would not have put your mouth on Tariqa. You would not have persecuted them. However, it must be done. See, you don't understand that you thought the enemy was using you and you thought you were going to destroy me by trying to talk about my character, run my name in the ground, persecute me, and cause me to be in situations that I didn't ask to be in. You drug me in what I didn't ask to be in because I look vulnerable to you. But you must understand that my steps have been ordered by the Lord. I need for someone say, God is prophetic. And you must understand the prophetic steps of your destiny. You must understand that God has allowed things to happen in your life to put your life together. Your rejection was predicted for your destination. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. There was a preordained rejection for your life that was set up for your life. And if you don't understand the preordained rejection for your life, you'll complain and complain and complain and what God is using to make Make you who you are. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Had they understood who Joseph was, they would not have thrown him in the cistern. Had they understood that the end of Joseph was going to be greater than his current situation, they would not have thrown him in the cistern. Had they knew that Jesus was going to arise in three days, they would not have crucified our Lord. But they didn't have a spiritual revelation of who Jesus was. They did not have a spiritual revelation of who Joseph was. People don't have a spiritual revelation of who you are in God. Because now what they're trying to do is they're trying to use their human intellect to understand a spiritual move in your life. And it doesn't work like that. Because the carnal mind can't understand the things of the spirit. They are spiritually discerned. And the Bible declares that 
deep calleth unto deep. And what does that clearly mean? It means that you that serve the Lord understand clearly about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The most intellectual man could not understand and perceive the revelation of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Could not even perceive the new heaven and the new earth. They could not even perceive, but you who are calling on the name of Jesus, there's something in your spirit that connects to the depth of Jesus Christ, and it's called the Holy Ghost. You are filled with the Holy Ghost, and you have allowed God to cause your eye gates to be decreased to see in the realm of the spirit to gain an understanding of your brother and your sisters, to see the greatness of who they are. Not you. You're not going to persecute them. You're not going to talk about them. You're not going to cause them and drag them into a place where they cannot be. The enemy will not use your hands that way because you understand that you are decreased because God has taught you how to crucify the members of your flesh. God is going to use you to edify exhort and comfort because the Bible declares to covet the greatest gift to prophesy. Good God from glory to him. And you must understand what prophecy is. I exhort, I comfort, and I edify. God is using you for his glory. Uh, let me get back to your enemies. The Bible clearly says that God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And while you're trying to run away from your enemies, you need to be sitting down at the table with your enemies. You need to understand that God needs a defined audience in your life. And the old enemies and the new enemies are a divine audience. It is a supernatural audience that God is gathering for a performance. God is about to do a performance for you. Because had they known who you were, had they known that you were a royal priesthood, had they known that you were a chosen generation, had they known that the hand of God was upon your life. Had they known that the steps of you that God has ordered for your life was a predestined step of persecution and rejection. Had they known who you were. Had they decreased enough in their flesh with their tongue-talking self. With their going to church self. With their religious self. Because it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those who were the scribes of the law who persecuted God, Lord Jesus, had they known who you were with their religious self, they would not have touched God's anointed. I need for someone to say, I am anointed and appointed for your persecution. God has anointed me to stand against things that look like you couldn't stand against. God has anointed me to hear the things you thought would destroy me. God has anointed my hands and my fingers to war. God has positioned me to hear exactly what I heard about me. You don't understand that what you threw at me, I'm using as a brick to lay the foundation to my destiny. Uh, if you knew who I was, uh, you wouldn't have persecuted me. If you knew who I was, you wouldn't have tried to dog my character out. If you knew who I was, 
You don't understand that everything you throw at me catapults me into a realm of greatness. You didn't know. However, it must be written. However, my steps have been ordered by the Lord. However, it must be written so that scripture can be fulfilled concerning my destiny. I got to fulfill the call of God on my life. And what you thought was destroying me was really building me. Good God, it was stirring up a fire in me to process out of me all of me who I thought God needed. Uh, you must understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God uh, that your latter will be greater than the former. Lord Jesus, on my soul today, this is the season uh, where you can't be disturbed and distracted and vexed by your enemy. You had to persecute me. You had to put your mouth on me. You had to put your hands on me. You had to drag me and put me in the cistern. I had to be drugged in a place where I could not get out of. Proof that the only one that can get me out is God. I didn't have a choice to depend on him because there was no way out of where I was. Only God can get me out of here. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Had they known who you were, they would not have persecuted you. Let me go to the scripture for you think I'm playing. You think I'm playing? Watch what the Bible says. See, it says none of the princes of the world knew. None of them knew. No human intellect. Nobody because to other people, he just looked like, it looked like Jesus. He looked like a regular man. They had no revelation that he was about to rise. They had no revelation that however you might hang me, I, I, you, I allowed myself to get on the cross. You didn't put me there. I allowed myself to be on the cross. I humbled myself to the cross. God, I humbled myself to the cross. Hear me by the Holy Ghost. I humbled myself to persecute. I humble myself to rejection because I understand that my steps have been ordered by the Lord. And because I understand that my steps have been ordered by the Lord, I humble myself to persecution. I humble myself to crucifixion. I humble myself to rejection. I humble myself to go in the cistern. However, it must be done so that scripture can be fulfilled. Let's go there. Watch what it says. None of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. What? Had they known who Jesus was? Had they known who Joseph was? God. Had they known who Noah was, when Noah was building the ark, they would not have persecuted him. They would not have mocked him. They would have got on one accord with Noah. Had they known who Noah was, had they known who these people of God were, they would have not persecuted. They would have just said, wait a minute, it doesn't look like uh, it's something so strange going on in your life. I might as well agree with you. There's something so peculiar about you that stands you out above everybody else. Let me agree with what I don't understand. Let me submit to what I don't understand. Submission is greater than understanding. I'm going to say that one more time. Submission is greater. Obedience is greater than understanding. Because if I can just submit to what I don't understand, then I'll gain an understanding. Because who can understand the mind of God? Who can understand? Nobody can. The carnal mind can't understand the things of the spirit. They are spiritually designed. The Bible says here, watch this. If they had known it, they would not have 
crucified the Lord of glory. Watch this. If they would have known who Jesus was, they would have kept him alive. Don't kill him. Don't, don't, don't keep me alive. D -d please, please allow your persecution to help me crucify my flesh. Please, please, please allow the enemy to use you because you don't know he's using you with your spiritual self. You don't know that the enemy is using you with your religious self to help me crucify the members of my flesh. You don't even know that I've been ordained to hear what I'm hearing about me. You don't even understand that I've been ordained to be rejected. You don't even understand that the only reason why you touch me is because God allowed you to touch me because the Bible said touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm and if you touch me believe me the hedge of protection that was placed around me has been lifted for you to touch me like it did Job but you can't damage my destiny because my destiny has been preordained by God <laughs> oh my God my God my God in heaven had they known they would not have done that. But I thank God they did that. <laughs> I thank God for the persecution. I thank God they drug me. I thank God. Watch this. They drug your name and put it in a cistern. They drug Joseph's name. They drug Joseph. And when they put their hands on Joseph, they put their hand on his name. They drug your name through the ground. They drug your name and put it in a cistern. They tried to capsulate your name. They tried to capsulate your character. They tried to capsulate you. Good God. But they don't even understand that they put you in a place where you yourself had no ability to get yourself out of. It had to be the hand of God. And it must be the hand of God to get you out of a capsulated place that they tried to destroy your name in. <laughs> it had to happen. Had they have known, they would not have done that. Because see, they must understand and you must understand that the reason why it has happened is to bring you into a greater place. If they would have known that Jesus was going to be resurrected, they would have kept him alive. If they would have known that Joseph was going to be second in command to Pharaoh, they would have kept Joseph alive. They wouldn't have even drug him and tried to capsulate him. They wouldn't have even tried to destroy him. Had the children or the people People knew that Noah was going to be alive. They would have agreed with what looks weird and gotten on that ship. And in fact, they would have probably tried to help Noah build. But they didn't even know. They didn't understand. Could God from glory. Had they known what was going to happen, they wouldn't have done what they did. This is why you must understand who you are in God. You cannot get upset with people who did not decrease in their flesh to get a revelation of who you are. Why do I say that? Let me reiterate what I said because I was excited and you probably did not hear that. Jesus walked with his disciples and he began to ask his disciples who he was and none of them knew who he was except for one called Peter which means that others began to repeat who they said Jesus was which means that their ear was privy to gossip which means that their ear was privy to the noise in the atmosphere but there was one by the name of Peter 
who got a revelation of who Jesus was. And the Bible says that Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And the Bible clearly says that God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, which means that in order for Peter to gain a revelation of who God was, that means that he had to be crucified enough in his flesh to hear from the realm of the spirit. So you can't get upset when people who walk with you are not decreased enough in their flesh to get a revelation of who you are. You cannot be upset with them because they don't understand that you are not who other people said that you are. You have to understand that it takes a revelation from God. Uh, Joseph's brothers did not understand and did not have a revelation of who Joseph was. But Jacob knew that Joseph was great. Y'all gonna be alright in just a minute because the Bible says that what Jacob did was when Joseph began and his brothers began to come together and Joseph told the dream that his father kept those things in his heart. He did not let them leave his heart, which means that he began to ponder those things in his spirit and he knew something great was coming. You cannot get upset with people who have not decreased enough in their flesh to gain a revelation of who you are. Stop trying to make people understand what they don't have the spiritual capacity to understand. Your life has been preordained by God. Your life has been preordained by God. And this place where God has you in is a place that's bringing forth a greater realm of God's glory in your life. I got excited this morning. If they would have known who you were, they would not have done that to you. But they didn't know. And watch this. You got to be like Stephen when they stoned him. He said, Father, forgive them for, for, they, for they know not what they do. Hey, yes, Lord. They know not what they do. Father, yes, yes, Lord. Forgive them. For they know not what they do because they are ignorant. Huh? Yes, Lord. They are ignorant and they are ignorant and they have a lack of knowledge and they have a lack of understanding because they have not decreased enough in their flesh. They have not been crucified enough in their flesh to be led by the Spirit of God to give them a, a supernatural revelation of who a person is in their life. Forgive them for they know not what they do because they're looking at understanding from a carnal perspective, carnal eyes, because eyes have not seen and ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of men all that God has in store for these people that say they love him they don't understand that the glory of God is upon my life they're trying to understand why I'm still alive they don't understand that it's the hand of God they don't understand why I'm still serving you they don't understand that I just love you they don't understand why I'm still standing strong they don't understand that my roots are grounded in you they don't understand God they're still trying to comprehend with their natural understanding and they are now operating from a realm of ignorance they don't understand. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They know not what they do. They know not what they do. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You must understand that had they known who you were, they would not have put their mouth on you. Every spiritual and every place of persecution, you must understand that your rejection was produced.
predicted in your preordained steps by God. I'm going to say that. Your rejection was already predicted in your preordained steps by God. Your enemies were already in position when you got to that position. You just did not know it. That's why you're astounded. Because you didn't know your future. You know your expected end, but you don't know the middle part of it. So now what has happened in your life has already been predestined to meet you in your life. You just so happened to run upon it now. But it was already predestined to happen. But if they would have known. See, the people in your life, they can't go above and be. They cannot go beyond your now. They cannot. They cannot see beyond your now. They can't. It takes a spiritual revelation from the Holy Spirit of God. How do I know? Look at Peter. Everybody was saying who Jesus was, but Peter looked beyond Jesus's now. He looked beyond the position of Jesus's now and allowed the Spirit of God to give him foresight to look into the future glory of Jesus Christ. And he said, thou art the son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. There was a revealed glory in a position of now that, that, that the Holy Spirit of God lifted off of the scales of Peter's eyes so that he can see in the realm of the spirit. Hear me by the Holy Ghost. So he can see in the realm of the spirit. So you can't get upset with people who have not decreased in their flesh to gain a revelation of who you are. They cannot. They cannot see past your now. They cannot. But God has already positioned you to bump into your now because your steps have been ordered by the Lord. What's a surprise to you is not a surprise to God. And watch this. In the realm of the spirit, it's not a surprise. It's just a surprise to your emotions. But your spirit man has already received the rejection because it then submitted to the leading of God. So your flesh is surprised by the rejection, but your spirit is not. Because a submitted spirit is never surprised with the move of God because the submitted spirit understands that it's being led by God and understand that its life has been preordained by God. And so the spirit of God in you understands the predestined life for you. And when you submit to the spirit of God in you, it's no surprise to the spirit of God in you, but it's a surprise to your emotions because your flesh has never been there. Am I making sense to you? So you react in the realm of flesh, not understanding that the spirit of God that you're submitted to has already been in the place where you are. I'm trying to help you understand your steps. I'm trying by the Holy Spirit of God to get you to understand that if they would have known that you were going to come out better, they would have been bitter trying to get you bitter. They would have been, they would have never touched you. They would have, they would have never put their mouth on you. They would have never drugged you. They would have never tried to destroy you. If they would have known that you were going to resurrect, 
If they would have known that you were going to be second in command, if they would have never known, if they would have known that you were going to be saved and God was going to use you to repopulate the earth, they, they would have never persecuted you had they understood and seen the glory of God on your life. They are blind to the glory of God on your life. They're blind to who God is in your life. They are blinded. And so they are speaking from a position of being blind. They're not speaking from a position of revelation. They're speaking from a position of being spiritually blind concerning who you are. Had they known, they would not have done that. Somebody say God is prophetic. And then do me a favor. And then do me a favor, if you will, as we begin to wrap up. As we begin to wrap up, Shonda Gage. I'm going to say this as I was speaking. And I want you to hear me very clearly by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. The Bible said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. This is why we do these live audio broadcasts, so that you can hear the spirit of God. As I'm sitting up here, getting ready to wrap up, the spirit of the Lord God is showing me this. And I need you to, I don't know who this is, but the Lord knows. But he needs you to hear him speaking through me. Your baby's father, your baby's father there are probably more than one of you on here. Your baby's father is giving you a very hard time. I mean, like persecuting you. I mean, literally running your name through the ground, just carrying on and acting all unseemly. Now, you have not done anything to this man. You haven't done anything to him. But he seems... Uh, it's like he takes delight in seeing you miserable. He takes pleasure in seeing you miserable because I literally see uh, a woman and she's crying, but she's holding her head like, I can't believe he's doing this. I can't believe. It, I, I just, what's wrong with him? And this is what the Holy Spirit of God has allowed me to see. He doesn't know that the hand of God is upon your life. Now, I need a testimony, and some testimonies I share and some I don't. Most of the time, I really don't share testimonies because I like for God to get the glory and I stay out of the picture. Sometimes I'll share a testimony, but I need a testimony. The Holy Spirit of God says that this man does not know who you are. And because you have been faithful to the Lord, the Holy Spirit of God says, I'm going to bring him to a place of humility. And he is going to give you a sincere apology. <clears throat> not only is he going to give you a sincere apology, he's not coming back empty-handed, says the Spirit of the Lord God. The Lord said, the Holy Spirit says, that this place of persecution, as you begin to continue to stay in the face of God, and as you begin to continue to be faithful to the Lord, the Holy Spirit of God says, I need for you, and I need you to hear me very clearly, to back up. He needs you to back up because what the Lord is going to do is the Lord is going to bring him to a place of humility. I literally see this man on his knees uh, and, a, and, and on his knees means that the Lord is bringing him to a place of humility. And this man that God is going to bring to a place of humility is going to include you and how he treated you and how he's treating you. Be patient, says the Spirit of the Lord God. Be patient. He says, I am working in your favor. Know that this persecution 
is bringing you to a greater place because the Lord says, the Holy Spirit of God says, I'm going to allow him to see what you have been trying to prove to him you are. I don't know what that means. I'm going to I'm going to bring him to see who you have been trying to prove to him you are. Back up, says the Spirit of God. Back up, says the Spirit of the Lord God. Listen, hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. And as you are typing God is prophetic, I need you to say, I am prophetic. I am prophetic. I am prophetic. I am prophetic. Just say, I am prophetic. Why? Because you are walking in the prophetic, preordained steps by the Lord. God is doing it for you. And had they known who you were, they would not have persecuted you. They would not have done it. They would not have done it. Listen, I got to go. I want you all to be praying for me because we're going in and we're going to be doing sister, sister at unity in North Carolina. And I know the Holy Spirit of God is going to move. I'm excited for this assignment. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area, develop strength. You are consistent in understanding that you are who God has called you to be. You can't help that you're peculiar. You can't help the glory of God that's on your life. You didn't ask to be anointed. God just gave it to you. You didn't ask for that mantle. God just gave it to you. It's all right. But, 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 but it takes a spiritual eye to see who you are in God. It takes a spiritual eye to see. It takes a revealing of the Holy Spirit of God for them to see who you are. And unless the Holy Spirit of God reveals it to them, they're going to continue treating you the way they treat you. But continue to allow them to do this because it is a divine audience that God is developing to perform a miracle. He needs an audience and he's creating an audience. God is God enough to create a divine audience in your life. And that's what he's doing. So remember now, God prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies, not behind your enemies back. In the presence of your enemy. He anointed your head with oil in the presence of your enemy. Your cup runneth over in the presence of your enemy. So stop running from who need, who has been prepared. Stop running from the divine audience that God has, has set up to do these things in your life. God prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So stop running from who God has, 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 has set up for his divine audience. Remember now, when Joseph's brothers came before him, they did not even recognize Joseph. His countenance, everything about Joseph had, had changed. He had matured uh, to the place where his brothers didn't even recognize him. When your past still recognize you, your countenance hasn't changed. You have not matured in the realm of the spirit that God desires for you to mature in. Because when they come to you the same way, it means they're still looking at you the same way. And you got to shift so until they're uncomfortable with addressing you the way they used to address you. Their, their, their addressing is now different. Their, their approach is different. They can approach you in the same position, but their, their, their speaking of is different. The release of the sound that comes out of their mouth is different. Uh, there's something different about their approach. And there's something different about their position when they approach you. Uh, your presence causes them to approach you a little bit differently. They might see see you, but your presence of God in you causes them to address you a little bit differently. That's how you know that God is working in you because now that there's a difference in the way they approach you. There's a difference in the way they, 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 they come into your presence and they may see you as, 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 as Latoya, but, 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 but your position has shifted. Your countenance has shifted. Uh-huh. See, you got to know when God is doing certain things in your life. We're sowing today <coughs> and you're saying, God, 
I thank you now. And now I understand. I'm going to get this seed of 21 in the ground right now. And if God then begins to deal with you and has you to sow a little bit more than 21, that's up to you, a little less than 21, whatever it is that you feel unction from the Holy Spirit of God to sow, you sow. Name your seed because you know your need. I don't know your need, but the Holy Ghost knows your need. But some of you just need to just go ahead and name your seed. God, do it. God, 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 do it. God, do it. And some of you just need to name your seed. They just didn't know. <laughs> they, they just they just did not know. They just did not know. Go back and read 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Read it so the Spirit of God can edify your spirit. As we begin to pray out, you're sowing that seed today. And I want to thank you for sowing the seed. The ways to give are on the screen. The ways to give are on the screen the ways to give are on the screen god is doing a new thing in this season shall you not know it i'm telling you eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of men all that god has in store for you you must understand that the natural ears the lord is speaking about the carnal ears and the carnal eyes and the carnal heart can't understand the things that god has in store for you they are spiritually discerned you have already tapped into the deep things of god because you understand that there is life after this. There is life after this. Live, 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 live. You will live and you will not die. And you will declare the works of the Lord. How? Because your life is a testimony to the glory of God. Because where they thought you would die, you are alive. I love you guys so much as you're sowing right now. You are sowing right now. We are going to pray. You're getting that seed in the ground right now. Be led of the Holy Spirit of God. Remember now, the things of the Spirit are spiritually discerned. Thank you, Jamal, for your seed. I thank you so much, Nicole, for your seed as they are sowing today in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Veronica, for your seed. Thank you. I like that. Someone sowed the seed and they said, God is faithful. I like that. I love that. Some named their seed for they did not know. No, they didn't know. They didn't know, but you know, that's how come you're able to stand in the persecution. That's why you're able to stand in the rejection because you know who you are. You know who you are. You know, and you know that your steps have been ordered by the Lord as you're sowing today and you're getting your seed in the ground today. Thank you, Marion, for your seed today. I appreciate that. Some of you need to name your seed. I am prophetic. I received that, the seed that just came through. I am prophetic. You need to name your seed. I am prophetic. <clears throat> Those who persecuted you and they just didn't know, you need to name your seed. They just didn't know. They didn't. Read it. Had they not known, they wouldn't have persecuted our Lord. If they would have known that you were going to rise up and be greater, they would have left you alone. If they would have known that their persecution was a part of God's plan for your life, they would have left you alone. <clears throat> the enemy would have used somebody else, but not them, if they would have known. They're laughing at what they think is destroying you right now, but they don't know your future is greater than your now. They don't even understand that your latter is going to be greater than your former. They have no idea what they're doing. They think that what they're doing now is causing harm to you. Mm -mm. Actually, it's causing you to thrust into a greater realm 
of glory. Listen, I love you guys with the love of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want you to receive a blessed day to have a blessed day because you cannot have what you do not receive. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every seed sower. We thank you now, Father, that they are sowing according to what it is that they need. Thank you that they are being led by the Spirit of God. Thank you, God, that you are right now prompting in their spirit and rising up in utterance as to what it is that you desire them to name their seed. Let them be led by the Spirit of God. Let them be led by the Spirit of God. Let them be led by the Spirit of God. May they be submitted to the Holy Spirit of God who's leading them on what it is that they need concerning their life and they're releasing that seed. Thank you now, Father, for your listeners. For you said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord God is saying to the church. Thank you, God, for the preordained rejection that has been ordained for my now. We receive it, we, God, receive it, we embrace it because we understand that we did not ask to be who we are. Father, you caused us to be who we are, and who we are is being revealed as we submit and obey you. For obedience is greater than sacrifice. And now, Father, we sacrifice our will and pick up the will of you. We submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. We submit to the ways of Christ. We submit and we love our brothers. We love our sisters. We love you and we will obey your commandments. In the name of Jesus, we come against every spirit of retaliation that tries to retaliate against this word. We glorify you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name, amen and amen. Until Monday morning, if the Lord says so, I want you to receive